Welcome to the teacher and the preacher. This program is all about the importance of coming to understand that the Christian community and the Jewish community have more in common than we have been led to believe. Rather than seeing each other as against each other, we need to come to a point of seeing that the statement that our country is a Judeo-Christian nation is much more than just a mere statement, but truly reflects the reality of our nation as it was and should remain. Every week there will be an interesting dialogue about the issues that have divided Jews and Christians and how we can move in bridging the gaps and see that by talking about the issues, we can better move in the direction of having more unity. Unity that will heal and help bring together a nation that is under attack by the forces of atheism, secularism, and a breakdown of family values. Join us now for a discussion between the teacher and the preacher. Hello and welcome to The Teacher and the Preacher again this weekend. I'm the preacher, Dave McGuera. And I'm the teacher, Harold Berman. And we have a wonderful guest with us this week. Those of you who were with us last week uh, heard from Randy Kessler. And we brought Randy back with us because there's so much more to talk about. Randy, for those of you who weren't with us last week, Randy Kessler is the executive director of Stand With Us, the Northwest region of Stand With Us, uh, which is an international Israel education organization Randy is a Seattle native and a lifelong member of the Jewish community there. He enjoyed a successful career in the corp- in corporate technology and education before assuming his current role uh, at Stand With Us Northwest. And in his current role, Randy leads efforts to support Israel through education, fight anti-Semitism, and particularly the what's called the new anti-Semitism, which is really, it uh, dresses up as being anti-Israel, but it's really anti-Semitism in disguise. So welcome, Randy. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's great to be back. Welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. You know, last last week, we had a chance to just really start getting acquainted with this amazing organization of Stand With Us. Um, and I want us to be able to press in just a little bit more on some of the specific things that you guys do. But before we do that, would you like to just um, kind of introduce to our listeners who maybe weren't with us last week what Stand With Us is, what it's about, and maybe how they might be able to uh, find your website. So yeah, Stand With Us is an organization that was really founded out of uh, a group of friends living room in Los Angeles in 2001 when they saw Israel being consistently bombarded and assailed in the media um, and in public discourse for uh, you know allegedly taking overly harsh actions to defend its citizens back during a time that was uh, it was really under siege. And so out of that, an organization was formed. It, it grew and uh, has come to become one of the major names in the kind of American, Jewish, or Zionist, Israel-related organizations. Our mission as an organization is to support Israel through education and to fight anti-Semitism. And my role here in the Northwest is to really make those things happen on a local level to the best of my ability. How can they uh, learn more about this? What's your website? That's right. Thank you for reminding me about that. It's standwithus.com. One of the things that you guys do is um, very, very targeted in regards to education, creating awareness, educating people. As we learned last week, you target uh, really reaching middle schoolers, high schoolers, and, and college age groups. Uh, but you guys do some amazing things that provide opportunities from just more of a, a, a general, hey, this is who we are, this is what we do. You have special 
speakers. You guys uh, provide these opportunities at high schools and uh, and college university campuses. But recently, you guys mm-hmm. had an event that was really kind of a fundraiser and and very much uh, informational about Stand With Us and what you guys do. It was called the Festival of Lights. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. And uh, you guys had a, a really, I think, a, a very special and great guest that helped make that a successful night. Yeah, I think it's kind of funny because I live in Seattle, and Seattle is known for people wearing, like, fleece, right, and uh, stomping around in, in rain and mud and not really being fancy and glitzy. But because Stand With Us was founded in Los Angeles, and Los Angeles is uh, a different culture with star-studded neighbors, um, what we do every year, because the organization was founded in Los Angeles, they started putting on every year an event around Hanukkah time called the Festival of Lights, uh, very thematic with Hanukkah. And so it is our major fundraiser of the year. And this year, uh, you know, usually it's uh, held at a, a really wonderful, beautiful venue and people dress to the nines and have delicious food and uh, some nice wines. And then we end up raising a substantial amount of money to really fund the good work that we do uh, across the world. This year we had a big challenge. Uh, how do we do that? Because nobody's gathering. And so like many organizations, we said we've got so much great material to share. Let's just do a video gala. And what's cool about it is ordinarily to go to this fancy gala, usually the tickets are pretty pricey. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's there for fundraising and there's no problem with a, a fancy ticket, but it does limit the audience. In this case, the Festival of Lights Online Gala was made accessible to everyone. And moreover, it was really fun for me because uh, it's star-studded. It was star-studded this year. So you mentioned Jay Leno. Jay was a, a late addition uh, to the event, but the, when you listen to the event, you listen to our, our master of ceremonies, a man named Elon Gold, who's a hilarious comedian. Mm. When you listen yeah. to him talking to fellow comedian Jay Leno, uh, you, what you saw was a real sincere love for Israel and a respect for, um, for the Jewish people that, that was uh, deep and heartfelt from Jay Leno. And of course, he spiced it up with comedy too. So that was one of the stars that was on the uh, Festival of Lights Gala, and people are welcome to hit our website again, and I, I think there's a link right up there at the top to Festival of Lights, and if you go there, you'll you'll be presented with the page where the video is right there to play. Yeah, that was a, a, an amazing thing. I, what I really appreciated is that, you know, here's here's a guy like Jay Leno who really carries a lot of influence in a lot of circles. Uh, he's He's not Jewish himself, but... He grows up around a, a Jewish community, and he's he's impacted by that. But the things 100%. that he began to share about the fact that his parents uh, communicated to him about how uh, what a blessing the J- Jewish people are, and he began to talk about his experience with that and how much he appreciated and valued. Uh, the Jewish people, the Jewish community, and of course, you know, he he mixes his humor in with that. But it was, I thought, a very powerful and 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 wonderful contribution that he made to uh, this this whole event of Festival of Lights. I I think that um, it raised the visibility and exposure of Stand with Us, and 
what you guys have dedicated yourself to do. And I, I just thought it was uh, wonderful that that whoever was able to get him to participate, that that, that was just such a huge plus. I, I don't I don't know how it worked uh, to get him to participate, but I can guarantee you uh, we didn't have to pull him hard. Like you can just tell that this is something that he really felt um, so honored to be a part of. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. So, so that actually leads me to something I discussed in or mentioned uh, when I introduced you. You're talking about this new anti-Semitism, and you hear this increasingly. Oh, we're not anti-Semitic; we're just anti-Zionist. As I, I think Rabbi Jonathan Sachs of Blessed Memory said, you know, "No, we don't hate you; we just hate your nation-state." Uh, but I, I'd just be curious. So, obviously, this comes up for for you and for which stand with us, this, uh, no, we're, it's not anti-Semitic, you know, we're just anti-Zionist. Um, like, how do you, how do you address um, that kind of dynamic? Great question. It's uh, rare that I deal with people who are foolish enough to make that statement, but it is much more mm-hmm. common that I come into people who have other people who make that sentiment yeah. uh, known. So uh, it's really important to, it, it, well, it's really important if you were to hear that, I'm not anti-Semitic, I'm just anti-Zionist. It's really important to, before you engage with anybody in that conversation, and this is what we would advise people and practice ourselves, understand where, what kind of relationship is this? Is this a relationship with somebody that you have a deep and enduring relationship with, like let's say an uncle or an aunt or a cousin or somebody like that? Or is it somebody that's just uh, a Facebook conversation that you're having um, where you really have no connection with that person and zero consequence to anything? Because the answer to that really makes a lot of difference. The second thing is if you find somebody that you actually can have a conversation about this, if they feel that way, a best practice is to really try to understand where they're coming from and, and hear them. Because oftentimes buried within that will be some legitimate concerns that they have heard about uh, human rights violations that, that they, you know, or alleged human rights violations that they are concerned about, or if not human rights violations, at the very least, just um, uh, the people are frustrated about the ongoing perpetuation of what is a very difficult conflict. So it's important to kind of respect that, but also to differentiate what is anti-Semitism, really what is anti-Semitism. And I think if people are open to listening to a, a definition and B, an understanding of what it really means to be anti-Zionist in today's day and age when Israel is an established fact and it's a country yeah. with nine and a quarter million living citizens living and functioning there, as well as Palestinians who are living in, in territories nearby. You know, it's not just a theoretical discussion. It's a really practical uh, thing. And particularly if somebody is willing to take that that anti-Zionism that they have and put it into action, it really becomes dangerous. Um, but that being said, if you can't change that person's mind and if they're just out there to beat you up because you are a symbol of what they dislike, then you're not going to get anywhere. But if it's somebody who you can, you can actually have a real honest heart-to-heart conversation with, then there's, uh, th- there's, there's a way you can change hearts and minds oftentimes with education. Yeah. Right. And, and I think that is a very important uh, distinction because, you know, there are, there are the people who, yeah, you could discuss and then there are the people who they're really not interested in the conversation. So, you know, last time we, we actually spent a fair amount of time talking about uh, uh, Stand With Us' 
fantastic work on college campuses, but you had also mentioned about the uh, serious social media effort that Stand With Us engages in. So, and and obviously on social media, in fact, we, we had a, um, a show just a few weeks ago where we were talking about the Holocaust and about uh, all of the Holocaust denial and Holocaust distortion that you see on social media. Now, that's obviously not uh, stand with us as direct issue, but uh, you do also see a lot of anti-Israelism uh, or anti-Israel sentiment. So, wonder if you could just tell us, you know, just in general about stand with us as social media effort, how it works, and uh, the, the kinds of things you do. Yeah, you bet. So, I think we're really we were just blessed to have um, had visionary leadership that saw that social media was going to be an important way of getting our message out to people. And frankly, you know, Israel and um, the situation around Israel and around the Jewish people and the politics around everything, it is a a constant uh, area of fascination for people in the world. So there's really a hungry audience of people who are looking for factual, reputable, relatable information. And it's, it's what social media is, you know, is built to deliver. So, um, we got on early on and through, I think, just innovative means, we've succeeded in building uh, our main Facebook page up to uh, over 1.3 million people. Oh. Now, you compare that, I believe that's number number two in the world for Israel-related organizations, second wow. only to the IDF. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and we've staffed a full social media department, uh, actually based in Israel and supported by um, other people around the world to just make sure that we're sourcing information that is correct. (laughs) First and foremost, it has to be factual. Um, And that really tells the story to audiences in ways that are easily consumable by them, you know, short one minute videos or quick memes, things that are shareable. And so um, through innovation, I think we've, we've been able to grow that. And then that spawned, multiple languages. And so you have localization, but now we've succeeded in, for example, on our Arabic page, which I mentioned a little bit last time um, when we spoke last week, um, has over 300,000 followers on Facebook. And now we've got actually uh, an Arabic, a native Arabic speaker named Hussein Abu Bakr, who has been leading discussions. We also have a contributor, an Israeli Arab named Yosef Haddad, who, both of whom have been leading discussions on that channel about Israel now, look at what's going on in the world. Uh, there's uh, UAE, Bahrain, Sudan, and Morocco have announced normalization agreements just in the last few months. And so there's, there's always been a tremendous interest in the Arab world uh, about understanding and engaging with Israel or, or just using social media to, to share their opinions that they hate Israel. But all of that's, all of that's available to them. And we, we want to open up the conversation uh, and we believe that, that just by, by particularly by presenting our our materials, again, factually based, um, but um, reputable and sensitive to an, an Arabic speaking audience, that we can hopefully continue to change hearts and minds that way. I love that. That's I great. love that. You know, that's you- just Facebook too. There's a whole much more, to, whole much more stuff to talk about when it relates to Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat. Uh, YouTube, actually, if you were going to go to YouTube and hit the Stand With Us channel on YouTube, you'd see a ton of constantly updated videos also. In fact, there's a really fun one that we just put out because it's Hanukkah still, um, that uh, where we have a, an Israeli member of our delegation there 
uh, who's an, originally an American, but he goes to Israel's number one, sorry, Jerusalem's number one donut shop because <laughs> eating sufganiyot or donuts is a real big thing during Hanukkah. Yeah, so, uh, sure is. <laughs> I try to broadcast those on my personal Facebook account as well, uh, Randy Kessler, as well as at Stand With, the, Stand With Us Northwest on Facebook. So I'd encourage people to follow us there. Love that. So you guys, uh, you just have, have done a great job at helping people to understand that, look, um, this is not limited to just, you know, Jewish people who are standing with us. Uh, you guys have got right. really quite a bench of amazing uh, people that you draw from to speak on behalf of standing with us um, that will go to college campuses or will speak um, via social media or various uh, other outlets that you just did a great job underscoring what those are. But you've got uh, quite a plethora of great communicators that uh, share the heart of stand with us and push back on this you know, hatred of the Jews and uh, constant condemning of Israel itself. And tell us just a little bit about um, what what are some of the, the miscellaneous topics that they will t- take hold of and really do such a great job at communicating? Yeah, first, let, let me direct you to, um, and your listeners also to, who are interested in this topic, to standwithus.tv. So literally, instead of the .com, just put .tv, and you'll get to something that is almost like, almost like Netflix for Israel education and education about mm. the Jewish people. It is a, it is a uh, curated, organized series of video links that you can just click on and play. And um, so some of those topics would be uh, understanding the history, like I talked about, some of the basics, the history of Israel and the Jewish people. Who is this group of people we call the Jews, and why are they so connected to this small sliver of land in the Middle East? Um, we'll talk about uh, the the history of the early Zionist movement. Many people want to know about really many of the details of modern Israeli history that started with the Zionist movement, the yearning to return back in the 1800s, and um, proceeded through all of the other things. So we'll have videos and, and uh, texts that talk about uh, anti-Semitism as it was practiced during the Holocaust, Uh, parallels that we see in today's world, for example. We have lots of videos uh, of, um, let me think here, like the history of the Jews of different parts of the Middle East. So if you're interested in learning about the Jewish history of Morocco or Iraq or Syria, um, for example, or other parts of the, the world, there's videos on that. Um, I'm probably missing a few things, but lots and lots of inspiring and educational topics uh, at StandWithUs.tv. You know, listen, I I tell you, uh, I want to encourage our listeners. You know, we have these guests and, and we have a chance to, you know, really do some homework. Um, the resources that Randy is basically sharing here are so informational and educational. And I think so many people... Uh, that tune in to the teacher and the preacher and and listen to Harold and I, they they know that we are uh, such a strong pro-Israel couple of guys here that want to do everything we can to love and embrace Israel and the Jewish people and build bridges, build bridges, you know, uh, with with people who may not 
always have had a heart uh, for Israel or the Jewish people, but to, but to really build bridges. And the resources that Stand With Us provides, including this Stand With Us TV, these are huge informational, educational, insightful pieces by a plethora of incredible people that cover such a wide range of issues and topics and interesting things that I, I just I just can't encourage you enough to take some time and 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 check this out. Go go to their website. Go go to the standwithus.tv. Go to standwithus.com. Check these things out. Now you guys have got a conference coming up uh, at the end of January. Tell us a little bit about that. Is that for anybody or is that uh, for a specific group? Tell us about that. Yeah, thanks for mentioning that, Dave. Uh, it is called the Stand With Us International Conference. Um, the name doesn't really tell you how awesome it is, but what it is is it started out as one of the two gatherings that we would have every year where we would bring together all of our high school interns from across uh, the United States, Canada, and even Mexico, and all of our campus fellows from, again, across the various geographies, for a session where they would get together in Los Angeles and do some intensive learning and celebrating and networking. And again, this year we've uh, had to turn that into a virtual experience, but the benefit is it's now open to everyone. So um, I want to say, oh, I'm, I'm not remembering the exact URL to get to that, but if you go to standwithus.com, you'll see one of the dropdowns. It lists the international conference. It's only $36 for anybody to attend, and if there are um, students, uh, we are still, I think, accepting uh, applications for students to attend for free. So somebody could just be in touch with me if they have questions about that at northwest at standwithus.com. And is that just a one-day event? It's a two-day event, actually. It starts on the evening of January 30th after Shabbat ends, and it uh, goes uh, then on to Sunday, January 31st. I like it. Go ahead, so, Randy, you know, you've mentioned about, um, you know, obviously, Stand With Us has a number of offices and many activities throughout the U.S. as well as several other countries. But there's also an Israel office. So maybe we could talk about, uh, you know, why an Israel advocacy organization um, has a presence in Israel, what, what that's about. Yeah, yeah. Great question, Harold. So the um, the Israel office, we call it the Jerusalem Education Center. It's in the heart of Jerusalem. Anybody who's been to Jerusalem and has been to the YMCA there, which is right across from the King David Hotel on King David Street, knows that part of town. It's a really historic part of town, and we're very fortunate to have located um, an office in an area called King David's Crown. What that office does primarily is it serves as an administrative base for our operations in Israel. And you would be amazed of the um, creativity that has been spawned through campus leadership programs and now a recently launched high school leadership program to inspire Israeli teens to figure out new creative different ways to tell Israel's story, sometimes within their own community, because frankly, Israeli youth are like every other group of youth, you know, they go to school, but not all of it sinks in all the time. And there are oftentimes really complex and personal issues um, relating to life as an Israeli citizen. Um, so we feel it's really important for Israelis to know their own history and to be able to relate the Israeli story 
again, while still expressing respect for human rights of, um, of, of the Arabs who live in the area and, and um, yearning for peace. So that's what we do out of Israel. The other thing uh, that's really important and pertinent to your listeners is that there are a number of Israel trips that used to go on before COVID and that will, please God, go on, go on again soon, where you have large groups of students that would go to Israel and uh, on trips like Birthright Israel, or uh, maybe there's a, I think there are many Christian groups as well that come over and, and while they're there, it's super important for them to get uh, a concise but um, uh, detailed understanding of the, the history of the land in which they're walking. And so we serve a big role in uh, as one of the registered education centers for Birthright Israel trips and uh, speak to over 100,000 people every year that visit that office. Wow. Wow. Well, I'll tell you what, I can't wait myself for Israel to really uh, be opened and full speed ahead. They've been um, without tourists for a number of months, too long, um, understandably so, trying to protect the health of people there. But um, Israel is such a blessing. You get to be a blessing and you get to receive a blessing. I can't wait till they get uh, the, the world of Israel opened up full speed ahead so we can start getting trips back over there. You know, Harold, you're going to get invaded. Can I mention? Can I mention one other thing since you talked about that, Dave? Yeah. Yeah. So I will. I'll mention just real quickly. If you go to standwithus.com/slash/discovertours, you'll see that we're actually doing live tours for small groups of people on Zoom, and that's another thing that is available to anybody, and we're happy to set it up. So um, I just participated in one two days ago where. I was hanging out in my home in Seattle, and we're watching our tour guide, Yoni, go from the uh, middle of the Jewish quarter down to the Western Wall and leading a tour through the way. Mm. So it was magical. Cool. That's, that's great. So we're just about out of time. The clock is screaming. But just real quick, if someone wanted to email you, Randy, can you give you, them you, an email address where they can do that? You bet. It's northwest at standwithus.com. Well, our guest this weekend has been Randy Kessler, the regional director for Stand With Us, the pro-Israel organization that really is doing a great job at pushing back against anti-Semitism and trying to educate people at every turn. And it's been great to have you with us this weekend again, Randy. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Blessings to you both. And Harold, would you like to uh, quickly wrap up for us? Yeah, absolutely. Well, first of all, and, and I want to thank Randy as well. This has been great. And any of our listeners, if you didn't hear last year, uh, last week's um, uh, show, uh, you can go to our website, teacherandthepreacher.com, and you can access an archive of the show there. Uh, very worthwhile to listen to. Uh, while you're at uh, www.teacherandthepreacher.com, if you want to contact us, ask us questions, ideas for shows, we read every single comment we get from listeners, and you can just contact us through the contact page there. You can also contact us through email, the teacher and the preacher at gmail.com, and of course, our Facebook page, The Teacher and the Preacher. You can both contact us and also get our fact of the day where we provide you with news and information about Israel, Judaism, and Christianity that you often don't find in uh, mainstream news sources. Love it. So until next week, 
May God bless Israel and the Jewish people, and may God bless America. Amen. Amen.